Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Welcome back. Game Time Decisions. I'm Stuart. He's Kurtz. Long Island Rage. Canadian Rage. Not really. I'm not really raging today. I'm having a pretty good day, and I can tell you something, uh, George, you know what the best thing? I used to love to do the show at Morenci's Lair, you know? Like, it was a good little, got to see my buddy, you know? It was cool, you know, have a smoke, do this, do that. And uh, But now, uh, being doing the show at home, it's amazing. I'm in, like, I, I can sit in my underwear, no shirt, brew a pot of coffee. My, my tenant's out right now. It's absolutely great. I got the computer and the soundboard on my little table, and it's, uh, it's going to be beautiful, right? I'm going to cook up some chicken wings for dinner. Pretty good life. Listen, I'm in the man cave here. I got three TVs above the fireplace watching the MLB network on oh, one, watching the, some wow. NFL the preseason action. Three on, yeah, TVs? I'm, I'm psychotic. I told you, man. I live with five like women, man. This room is mine. I got to tell you something, George. I'm envious. That is, that, that, that's stunning. Like that, You got like a little sports book there. You got to get a kiosk so I can come in. People can come in, get tickets, right? You could be like a bookie and you sit down there, have a brew and watch one of the games on your three televisions. That is, that's wicked. Like I, I've always dreamed about it. And the thing is, TVs aren't that expensive anymore, right? Like I saw an advertisement today. They were talking about some 60 uh, incher for like seven ninety nine. Uh, uh, you know, like these things, I remember when I bought my Sony, I bought it off a of back of the truck and it was still like eight hundred dollars hundred dollars now probably get the thing for a couple hundred bucks tvs have really gone down so you might as well capitalize uh listen uh, you're right it's like a little uh sports bar in here before i had to do the show was on sunday fantasy football live that we do all day on sunday i mean i used to have guys coming over brother was here it was like a sports bar here everybody's watching cool. the football games i got the red zone channel i got whatever game you want to watch the local games i'm trucking in tvs trying to get as many games as possible here that's awesome so three tvs a fireplace what else you got over there I want to move in. Uh, oh, I, you know, I, it's, it's, a, it's a man room. I, I have so, so much memorabilia here. Most of it's Cowboys, Yankees, or Islanders. You know, I got DVDs. You got c- CDs, once again, showing my age here. It's, uh, yeah, I, I got CDs a, still. I got them in, yeah. I got them in milk crates, George. Like, I literally have, like, 5,000 CDs. Oh, I got a million CDs. Like, it takes up my whole room, actually. And people are like, why don't you throw them? I'm not getting rid of them. What am I going to do? Like, download them on I, the I won't get rid of them either, I like the yeah. CDs. It's nice. Because they look good. I'd rather have albums, colorful? though. I'd rather have albums. Albums are where it's That's at. Tougher. My buddy has a record. Uh, my buddy has a record collection. I'll tell you something, though. He was smart in high school when I was dicking around with baseball and hockey cards and stuff. You know, and when we're kids, put them in bike spokes. They're worth nothing now. That Joker was collecting records, and he has a. Uh, what does he have? I forget what, what, like some rare, rare uh, albums. He has this Nirvana album that is like pink. It's on pink vinyl. I think it's worth like twenty thousand dollars. Like it's crazy. He's got like certain like. People didn't understand, like, it's all uh, the, the, the vintage record game, George, as you know, like, it's not cheap. Like, I, I can understand, like, you go get a Bee Gees album for, like, 50 cents or whatever, but if you get good records or rare and they didn't have many pre- pressings, like Beatles and Elvis Presley, 
my dad had an Elvis Presley uh, uh, collection that burned down in a fire. He said it was worth over like $150,000, like originals and stuff like that. It was absolutely horrible. Like, it's one of the only times I've seen the man cry. But I'll tell you, vinyl is where it's at, man. You can make a lot of bread. And they sound better, too. I like the better, sound of an album. Yeah, if you got, if you got, the thing is about vinyl too. If you're gonna do it that way, like don't chintz out on your uh, player, right? Like you, you get the diamond needle, like a nice techniques, like a good, good, good turntable. Like that's the thing. If you're gonna, if you're gonna invest in the record, like pay the money and get like they have wicked turntables now too. Like yeah, I'm with you. Like I'm, I'm I, I listen at my buddy's place with the record player. It sounds a hundred, hundred times better. Anyway, we're supposed to be doing a sports DFS show. I'm going down memory lane, George. What are we doing with baseball tonight, man? It's uh. I looked at my team and I paid for pitching, and uh, the rest of the team looks a little bit lacking. I don't, I didn't really know what to do. But uh, where do we start things off tonight? There's, a, you know, Fulty from Atlanta. He's pretty hot. Hap for the Blue Jays, in a good, uh, sorry for the Yankees, in a good situation against Detroit. Uh, taking a look at the pitchers uh, on DraftKings, uh, who do you like there, George? Yeah, whenever I do my DFS lineups, I always do pitching first, and I'll, pay, as you said, I want the win. So I'm paying for pitching. Uh, I have half in my lineup as well. You know, 10,000, he's definitely in there. He's pitched fantastic for the Yankees. Granted, it's been against nobodies. I think he's pitched, what, Baltimore? Uh, I don't think it was the White Sox. But he's just, no good offenses. But still, Detroit tonight, not a good offense. Exactly. Hap is a must for me. And I kind of like, <clears throat> maybe I'm not paying enough here. But Jeremy Marquez, 8,500. San Diego, not the greatest offense. And Marquez has pitched well of late. I'm leaning towards him as my second pitcher. I love that. I, I love that play. I was going to ask you. Uh, I know it's against the Cubs, but uh, what do you think of Fulty tonight? I was taking a look at his uh, track record, man. The guy's been on fire. Like his ERA over the last like ten starts has been fantastic. And I got to tell you, the Cubs are like uh, like the caramel seed, like one of life's mysteries. Sometimes these guys can't rake, and then all of a sudden they can hit. So I got confidence with Atlanta, but he is pretty expensive at ten thousand four hundred. What's your take? That's my problem. You know, that's why I went with Marquez over Fulty. I want to save the two grand. Plus, with Fulty, it's against a better team, right? The, the Cubs got shellacked yesterday by the Mets, so maybe I want to stay away from there. You know, Atlanta didn't play all that well either. I, I, it's nothing against Fulty. I'm just playing the matchups here. I like Marquez, save 2,000 against San Diego, a weaker offense than Fulty against the better team in the Cubs. Yeah, no, I, I like where you're going. Like, I, I almost want to, like, George, you're an expert. Like, I'm looking at my pitchers. I got Happ and Fulty. Now the rest of my team, like I got, I got some real like slugs in there. So I, 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 I got to do a pitching change. I'm going to put a, another lineup together and going to take some of your advice. We can save some money at the catcher position. We always like to do that. Like to find a, a cheap guy. Uh, who's on the list? Uh, uh, you got Smith for the White Sox is pretty cheap, thirty four hundred dollars. Trying to find Sandy Leon might be a play, twenty eight hundred dollars against uh, Giolito tonight for the White Sox. Who's on your radar from the catching position? Maybe we can save some bread there and build a little stronger down the line. Yeah, I think when it comes to catcher, generally I'm going with the cheapest catcher that I can live with, that I won't want to hang myself with. And the guy I kind of like here, <laughs> he's all or nothing. Well, it's, it's how I go with it, man. I got, I got to save money somewhere. I'm going with Mike Zanino. That's the guy I'm leaning towards right now. I fully, yeah. I'm fully aware. He, he might go over for a good chance, but if he gets one hit, it seems like it's going to be a home run. So I'm going to go with Mike Zanino at 3,100. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Is there anybody else on, on, on your radar that uh, makes sense if you weren't going to go with Zanino? I went, I went with Smith. Uh, from the Chicago White Sox, he's he's in a tougher matchup. He's thirty four hundred dollars against Porcello in Boston, but you know he's been pretty good. Uh, is there anybody else uh, other than Zanino who you'd go for? I'm putting another lineup together. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride your wave, George. 
you know, I don't mind Smith either because Porcello has not played, pitched all that well of late. He's been up, down, up, down. So I don't mind him at all. And listen, Chicago White Sox, that field, I forget the name of the field offhand, but uh, that ball flies out of that ballpark. It's a home run hitter's haven. Once again, catcher, you're betting on the, uh, the, if he's one hit, maybe it'll be a home run. I don't mind Jonathan LaCroix either. Left-handed starter and LeBlanc on the mound. Yes, 12 for Seattle, yes. but I'll take the lefty-righty matchup. Once again, looking to save money here. Yeah, no, I, I, I like where you're going with that. I still call it Comiskey, too, George. I don't care what cell tower company or soft drink yards. Comiskey, the White Sox player, you know what I mean? That's what, that's what I remember. I hate all these new uh, stadium names and stuff like that. I wish they'd keep the original. First base, uh, I went with Gurriel of, uh, of Houston, batting seventh in the lineup tonight against the Angels. There's a couple nice options here. you got Carpenter. He's 5000 bucks. Rizzo's 4900 <sighs> Goldschmidt, 4800 bucks. Tyler White. Uh, Murphy, where, where did you where did you go there uh, with your first baseman? Lots of quality there. You know, I thought about Goldsmith. I thought about him a lot. Then I realized, you know, it's in, in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. Bull doesn't really yeah. travel there all that well. So I decided to stay away there. But, man, it was tough not to go with him. I'm stacking Houston tonight against the uh, Los Angeles Angels. It's nice. in Houston. Ball flies out of there. Gurriel is in one lineup. I have Jose Martinez in another lineup, too, for 4,100. He's another player. Nice. Hot. He's been hitting well. And I like him also. I thought about Eric Hosmer, who had a big night last night, but overall I can't really get on board with that. And in another lineup, I'm playing, I think, three or four lineups tonight, I'm going with Luke Voigt for the Yankees, left-hander on the, on the mound for he's uh, Detroit and Liriano. He, he's hot. That's, I'm just riding the hot, hot guy player. here. But he's in the lineup. Hot That's player. the most important thing in the lineup. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the thing. I got I got Gurriel as uh, my, my first baseman, too. I think he's in a good spot. He's only 3800 bucks too. Let's go to the second base position. I'm taking a shot with Neil Walker. He's 3900 bucks. so uh, what do you got for me there? Uh, you got more Astros? How many Astros you got on your team there, George? <laughs> right now I have four. I'm going to stop. That's about my max. <laughs> you got four. That's nice. I don't go- Four right, burgers that's stack. in one nice, lineup. Nice, I like not, that. Not in every lineup, mind you, but that's one lineup. I went stack with Houston. I'm going to bank. I almost always do that. If I'm playing multiple lineups of a night, I'm finding a team to stack. You know, I always want one lineup that's just stacked, and I'll root for that team uh, to have a big night. Uh, but there's, I think there's a lot of value here at uh, second. And once again, you said Neil Walker. I have no issue with that, with the exception of uh, he's better from the left-hand side than the right-hand side, and Yankee Stadium obviously is better for yeah. left-handers. I don't mind Robinson Cano, 4,100. Uh, for the Seattle Mariners tonight against the right-hander in Montas. My only issue there is, once again, Oakland, nighttime. Ball does not travel as well there, so that's yeah. going to be an issue for me. Uh, but I've also thought about Jed Lowry, or same thing, a guy who, uh, you know, Oakland, I think uh, they're going to rebound a little bit tonight, uh, score some runs there, so I like him. Uh, other guys, if you want to go cheaper, uh, Kinsler, 3,700 for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Nunez, 3,700. They're both in the starting lineup tonight. Always uh, important to check there. Yeah. And D. Gordon, the only thing about D. Gordon is I got to rely on a stolen base. I don't like to do that. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I, I put Billy Hamilton in my lineup too because the the, the stolen base factor sometimes. But yeah, it's hard, it's hard to rely on uh, that type of stuff to get you points. Third base, uh, I went with Kyle Seager. He's thirty four hundred dollars. I don't really love it because I I paid up for pitching as I mentioned with Happ and Fulty and combined their uh, twenty thousand four hundred dollars. I got a ten thousand and a ten thousand four. I went with Seager. Who do you like at third base? Breg. I, I, I was thinking Bregman. If you like Houston, maybe I don't know uh, Carpenter. Like uh, there's a, there's a lot of uh, beautiful options here. Ar- Arenado. Where did you go? Oh, I love Bregman, but I couldn't afford him. 
Like I said, I did stack Houston, but yeah, not, I, I, I just bucks. can't put him in there. Right. It just, it's too much for me. I can't quite do it there, not have a representative team anyway. Uh, I do have Kyle Seeger in one lineup. I uh, Once again, 3,400. I'll bank on the lefties uh, going up and against the game. I'll stack him with Cano. Chapman for 4,500 if you want to pay a little bit. Uh, I like the way he's, once again, yep. another hot player here. Thought about Andujar with the Yankees, but once again, we're getting up in the price range there. And I got 4,800. I just can't make that work with my teams. Yeah, no, that, see, that's the thing, too. Like, when you're, when you're doing those stacks, like, you look at Bregman compared to, yeah, hitting two in the lineup. He's the most expensive guy at 5,500. You know, hey, if you like Houston, there's other guys in the lineup. That's where you got to save. Sometimes you got to take out the big name guy and plug in a couple other guys. And uh, a lot of the time it works, right? That's the problem. It's like putting this puzzle together, man. When you got expensive pitchers, it gets real difficult there, George. I don't know what I'm going to do at shortstop. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to listen to you on this one. I got, so, so far, I got Hap, Fulte, Smith, Guriel, Walker, and Seager. Who do you like at short? Uh, so, we, oh, yeah, we talked about that. Bregman, too expensive. Who would you go with again there at the shortstop? I went with uh, I did stack with Houston, just not Bregman. I went Marwin Gonzalez, who yep. qualifies at shortstop. Actually, yes. qualifies. I love nice. this player, by the way, Marwin. He's, he's hitting now, and he qualifies everywhere. He's like the, uh, the utility knife. I love what he can do for you, uh, so he's fantastic. My second choice was Paul DeJong, 3,900 uh, for St. Louis. Once again, a team that, man, ever since they fired Matheny, uh, playing on the Schilt, uh, they've been just fantastic. Yeah. So uh, those are the two guys I went with here. And if you want to go for a real cheaper option here, he's not someone I'm totally in love with, but Greg Garcia is a guy I've thought of uh, also. Yeah, actually, I was, I, was lo- I, was looking, I was looking at him too. I think uh, you, you, get, you get a nice price there. I don't know what I'm going to do with the, the, the outfield here, the position. I, I tell you one thing, Jackie Bradley Jr. is uh, 4000 bucks. He's uh, been pretty hot, though. That, he's starting to pick it up there, George, looking at the, the game logs. His last couple games, 14 DraftKings points, 19. He's got four ribbies in his last game, also five hits in his last three. So he's heating up. I'm going to ride that wave. But uh, who, who do you like in the outfield position? Well, you're preaching to the choir there. I had to get a Red Sox in, and Bradley was my Red Sox. I can't, I can't afford bets. I can't afford Ben Attendee. Uh, I, I said Houston already. Josh Reddick is my fourth Astro in the lineup, 3,400 there. Once again, banking on, I'm banking on the Astros scoring a lot of runs tonight for that, uh, for that team. If not, I'm in, a, I'm in a lot of trouble there. I won't be winning any money. Uh, other guys I've looked at, <laughs> well, it's just the way it goes. Right? When you stack a team, man, you're just praying. You know, I don't want to see a 2-1 exactly. final, so I'm going to be crying later. Uh, Nick Markakis at 4,000, another guy I'm interested in. Uh, my only problem with someone like Marcakis, you know, the home runs generally a few and far between. So that's my only issue there. I thought about Hayward, but it seems like every time Hayward's the guy, we all have guys like this. Whenever I start him, he sucks. Whenever I don't start him, he goes off. So, uh, but I, he's a guy I just have a, a sneaky feeling tonight, so I've given him some thought. Yasiel Puig for 3,800. I like him tonight as well. Once again, left-hander on the mound in Arizona. It's sort of a banking that Puig may, uh, may run into one. That's really the only reason I have, to, that he may run into one. And, you know, if you want to go real cheap, Adam Duvall, not real cheap, but 3500 If you're looking for another guy who's in the starting lineup who might run into That's, one, He's Adam in my Duvall. lineup. He's in my lineup. Yeah. yeah, I love Duvall tonight. I love Duvall. Like he, he's, I, I got Bradley Jr., Duvall. Can you give me – who do you got for $3,500, George? I got one more position to fill. I got – uh, Mikey, Matt took no Reddick for Hugh. What about Reddick? Is he 30? He's 34. Reddick's in my lineup. Goodrum. He's, he's in my lineup. He's my Reddick's fourth in your lineup. Yeah. Sold. But I like Souza too against uh, Rich Hill. Once again, he's another guy who sort of a, does a little bit of everything. I would like him a lot more, though, if it was in Arizona. 
Well, I better get. The, we're going to take a short break. So, uh, George, here's my lineup. Uh, you can give your, yours probably after the break. I'm going with uh, Jay Happ. We talked about it in a great situation versus Detroit. He's ten thousand bucks. I'm going to go with Fulte of Atlanta against the Cubs. A little bit risky, but he's been hot. Ten thousand four hundred dollars. Smith, the catcher for the White Sox, he's thirty four hundred bucks. Hey, George is a smart guy. He's got him too. Gurriel of Houston, thirty eight hundred bucks. I like Neil Walker tonight at thirty nine hundred bucks. Kyle Seeger. Yeah, well, we'll hope that one works out. He's thirty-four hundred bucks. I went with Marwin Gonzalez too, buddy. That was a great tip by you, forty-one hundred bucks. And in the outfield, we got Jackie Bradley Jr., four thousand bucks. Josh Reddick, courtesy of George, the fantasy guru, thirty-four hundred bucks. And uh, Adam Duvall, nice and smooth right now, thirty-five hundred dollars. George, you're gonna, you probably got a couple wicked teams, so we'll get to your teams uh, after the break. And uh, hey, guys, football right around the corner. We're still giving away those World Series tickets. We had a lot of fun doing the draws on the air, the Fantasy Sports Network this time, though. It's to the winner of a free DFS baseball contest. It's amazing. The contests are sponsored by DKMS, who are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. While 30% of patients can can find a matching donor in their families, 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on strangers for help. Find out about the cause and win 2018 World Series tickets playing free Daily Fantasy Baseball by going to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. We're going to get George's amazing baseball lineup after the break. I got golf lineup too. Hey, and a whole lot more. Morenci checks in. This is Game Time Decisions with Stewart and Kurtz coming up after the break. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive edge fantasy package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive edge fantasy package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package promo code FNTSY. Welcome back to Game Time Decisions, the DFS Hour. I'm here with fantasy guru George Kurtz. I'm Cam Stewart. Morency going to check in a little bit later. Hopefully, uh, his plane landed in New York. I don't know exactly what's going down, but I can tell you one thing, George. Morency will have picks. That is a stone-cold lock. He will have picks tonight. Probably quite a few, too, with the big card in uh, college football and uh, and the, the NFL exhibition slate's pretty busy tonight, George. But first, we're going to get to your baseball lineup because uh, – you're really good at this stuff, and I, I like I like where you're going with this Houston Astros stack. And I added a couple of your guys, but uh, uh, give me a, how many lineups did you put together tonight? By the way, right now I put together three. You know, I might do another one or okay. two during the next commercial break. We'll see what I can. Uh, we'll see what I can get to before <laughs> seven p.m. Yeah, yeah, I'm just putting my. Go- I, I just did. I did two golf lineups. I'm putting like a third uh, a third one together now. But uh, why don't you give the listenership uh, your, your, I guess, your favorite uh, two lineups there, and uh, maybe they can ride the wave and uh, make some money tonight. I said, we'll go with my, with my favorite lineup here. I also went with Hap, just like you did. I just like the start too much tonight uh, against Detroit. Detroit's a weak hitting team. 10,000, give me them. Uh, I did go probably, I wouldn't normally go cheaper on pitching than I did tonight with Jeremy Marquez, 8,500, but I want to save some money for my Astros. And then I, I pretty much went ballistic on the Astros. Altuve, Gonzalez, Redick. 
And I think I missed one here. Oh, I took Gurriel out just to go a little less. I went with Jose Martinez because I had extra cash. So I went with Jose Martinez Ooh, from St. Louis. Nice. Yeah, I did. That was a last-minute change there out of that lineup. Uh, and you know what's going to happen. Gurriel hit the home run. Martinez won't. Yeah. Very unhappy. <laughs> I hope he does. He's in uh, my lineup. <laughs> he's in one of mine as well. I just decided to split them up here. So I didn't go quite as Houston crazy. Uh, Mike Zanino is my catcher, and I, he's my catcher really to all my lineups tonight. I just I'm just going to stick with him, except for one way I went with Yadier Molina for 3,900. Chapman for Oakland uh, was my guy Bradley and Duval. That's in my line. That's my favorite lineup. I said there are lines. I did put Kyle Seager in a couple of lines instead of Chapman. I, I like him as well tonight. There's also a lineup where I went. Yeah, I just I went Justin Seager. Verlander and went cheap pretty much everywhere else to see if uh, just in case Verlander pitches a gem tonight, which is always possible, especially against an Angels team. Remember, uh, no Albert Pujols. He's out for the year now after undergoing surgery. Yeah, I'll tell you something. Like, if you're Mike Trout, like, think about that. Like, you're one of the best players, if not the, in, in baseball. And, like, look at the part, like, look at the parts around them, too. Like, it's got to be very, very frustrating. Like, you know, he, he's a consummate profes- professional. But you look at the Angels, it's like, come on, guys. Like, you're just waiting for this team to get better over the hump. And it's just been very disappointing. I guess, uh, I don't know, I guess Socha's probably going to call it quits after this year, but who the hell knows? He They talked about it, he's denying it, but the Angels should be a hell of a lot better, don't you think, George? You have the best player in the game. And it's like you just had him for one year. Yes. He's been the best player for three, four, five years. How have you not exactly. built better? I mean, how do you not have an ace starting pitcher? Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, it's and, and, the thing, and the thing about it, too, is, yeah, they're pitching. Su- and and they, uh, the, th- the thing is, see, we're general managers of this team. The guys are injury prone. Like, you know, when Richards, he's got hurt all the time. Like, like you, th- that is so important. Like, I'm just looking at these guys going, come on. Like, not only do you have, like, pitching that subpar, the guys that you have are hurt all the time. I don't know, man. It, it's, a, it's a shit show there. They should be a hell of a lot of better of a baseball team. Very, very disappointing for their fan base. When you got Mike Trout, you're just pissing them away. You are. And like I said, it's, it's got to get on his nerves after a while, too. Because if you're a great player... You don't, you don't need three or the three, four great plays. We need a team around you, and they don't have that. That being said, for those who are, uh, keep track of these things, it looks like Shohei Otani is actually going to start on Sunday. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it just, uh, it's interesting, uh, George. At the start of the year, I did like something smart. You're, like really, I, I remember when we were going through baseball totals and wins, and you know, everyone, oh, Otani, Otani, whatever. They, the, the one the one bet that I smashed was Nola. Like that, that, that was like, I'm like, thank God. I, I, you know what I mean? Like he's been absolutely fantastic. Otani. We'll see, man. I, I just, I just got this weird feeling that he's just his whole career. He's going to be injured. I don't know what your take is. He just seems very, uh, he could be fragile. I'm surprised they would bring him back this year. What is the point of having him make six starts in September? Uh, if that, because let, uh, actually, wouldn't be six starts? Because let, let's remember, even when he was healthy, he was one start a week, which pissed off all the fantasy owners, right? Because you couldn't even get him a two-start week. He'd pitch on Sundays. That seemed to be uh, it until he got hurt. Then that, that, even that went away. I mean, he might be a better hitter now than anything else. I don't understand why you'd pitch him now. He seems to have the uh, – I mean, listen, we don't know exactly, but it's very similar to what Masahiro Tanaka has. There's a tear there, but just not a, a, yeah. a large enough degree where he needs the surgery. So he's going to try – to rehab it. Tanaka has, but Tanaka's really never been the same pitcher. Doesn't throw as hard now. Is that going to be the same thing True. with Otani now? He's going to, have to become more of a pitcher? But why do you need to do it now? Why not give him the entire offseason to rest? If you're worried about this ligament, you know, the, old, the UCL, why are you pitching him now? Give him four more months. You need to have September, October, November, December before he has to report sometime in uh, late January. 
You know, so I don't understand why. I don't want to say they're rushing it, but why you feel the need to have him pitch now. Yeah, I, I'm with you. When you when you have an asset that good, you know what I mean. That he's going to be a part of the future. And we talked about before your pitching's thin. Like you need this guy. Like that's the thing. Like I wouldn't even dare screwing it up. What are you going to do? Put more asses in seats? Like it's not like the Blue Jays potentially calling up uh, when, when we we're talking about Guerrero Jr. Right? Like this guy, he's your meal ticket. Like him and him and Trout. Like they have to remain healthy for this. Even with these guys, there's question marks. So what the hell are they doing, George? Like that, that's a that, that's a great great point that you bring up. It's like, man, this asset is so valuable. Why would you even risk it? There's no reward. It's it's idiotic. I think you said it. Ass in seats. That's the only reason I can think of. Yeah. It makes no sense. He's only going to make, assuming they go in the same schedule once a week, four starts. You need him, to, and I imagine the first start or two, what he's going to be on a pitch count or an innings limit. He's going to go five, six innings. Yeah. I don't understand the point here. I, I don't get it at all. How many asses is he really going to put in seats? What, uh, like Asian baseball fans in California? Like he might put a few more asses in seats, but it's not going to be a significant amount to to, to amount to anything. Yeah, I, I think it's stupid. I got to ask you, George. Uh, what do you think about? Um, the NFL exhibition slate. Gabe and I usually put lineups together for everything because we're degenerates, but uh, big slate in the National Football League tonight, big big games. I'm actually going to bet one game. I was going to get your take on I'm taking the Jets tonight. Uh, they're minus one against Philadelphia. I think it's a great spot for the for the Jets. Philadelphia, two fulls. He's banged up. They can't risk every. They can't risk any more quarterback injuries there. I think they're going to put a vanilla team out there. The Jets, they're getting a little bit of mojo going. You know what I mean? When you're a bad team, you probably want to do better in the preseason, feel good about yourself. I know Teddy Bridgewater's gone, but Darno's there, and uh, they got a nice little quarterback battle. What do you think about uh, the Jets only laying one? I think Philadelphia is going to play it safe tonight. They can't afford any more injuries. You know, it's funny. When it comes to the NFL preseason, I've done a 180 on this. You know, a couple of years ago, when you, I'm like, you guys are all degenerate. You're betting on preseason. No, we're and not. I'm doing it. You can bet. On, you can make money. You can make money on it. It's a preseason. Like, I, I, look at the last game, George. We were there. We were in Vegas. Sorry to interrupt. We were in Vegas, and I'm sitting there. We're watching the Cleveland Browns play Philadelphia. It was some stupid line. I, I, I was Philly favored by one or two. I'm like, why? Like, we're taking Cleveland. Like, this is a good spot for them. Hell, to Rod, Tyrod, whatever. Taylor gets hurt, and he came back in into the game. You got Baker Mayfield there. Like, there's battles. Like Philadelphia. Like, and then when when Foles almost got killed in that game. Like, what are you what are you going to do? Carson Wentz is hurt, and now you got and, and then you're putting this guy out there. Me and Gabe are like kind of like, oh, what what the hell are you doing, man? It's absolute foolishness. But hey, I think betting on the preseason, you can find edges. You're not going to win all the time. Like Seattle used to be a team that you could really, you know. Bank, bank on in the preseason. Pete Carroll wanted to win those games. Now they got problems, right? So they're, they're, they're playing vanilla guys. They're playing a lot of third stringers. They used to play George, even back in the day, they played their guys like their starters for like past the half. It was nuts. Like he wanted to make a statement. I, I think there's an angle. Well, we got a call on the line. Let me see. We got uh, one of our colleagues, Dane Martinez on the air. He wants to, to talk and uh, I hope, hope maybe he's got some picks for us, George, too, because you know me, I'm always looking for more picks on the betting card. Hey, Dane, how you doing? We're doing all right, guys. We're doing all right. I, I heard you guys talking about, you know, preseason week four tonight, right? And these slates. Dane, are you here? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. There he know. is. They get me set up. Yeah. Was he here? Oh, there he is. Yeah, there what's going is. on, guys? Yo, hey, hey, Dane, how you doing? Good. I was looking how are at you these. doing, man? I'm doing well, guys. I was looking at these preseason week four lines also. And I saw one that I, I thought was crazy yeah. that I wanted to ask you guys about. Um, I see the Ravens yeah. getting minus seven tonight home against the uh, Washington football team. 
right? And for me, a seven-point line is ridiculous for uh, week four of the preseason. And I just think this is the public really thinking Lamar Jackson, they like Lamar Jackson, but I think Colt McCoy as a backup quarterback is like a solid person who can move the ball. I'm, I would want to take Washington all day plus a full, a full touchdown? What do you guys think about that one? I, I'm telling you, Dane, like, I've been around the block with with the with these not numbers, and it's kind of like sometimes you outthink yourself. But okay. Hey, you got to hand it to Baltimore. Aren't they undefeated? So aren't they un, aren't uh, undefeated in the preseason so far? So they look good. I, I'm really high on the Ravens this really? year. You're right. I just though. think like, seven's look, a big well, number. Yeah, I think they're. I think it it is a big number. But yeah, you look at all the other games. Like look at them: Cleveland two over Detroit, the Jets one and a half, yeah. Giants two and a half. Yeah. Like usually it's it's three or under. Right. I, I got to be honest with you guys. It makes me kind of scared, thinking Baltimore might kill them. I usually want to take the points. I like dogs, but what's your opinion there, George? Yeah, it's minus six and a half now. I see some six and a half and sevens out there. That's a lot of lumber delay in a preseason game. I like Dane's point that the, uh, the number is probably large because of Lamar yeah. Jackson over Lamar Jackson fans. And we know that Vegas is just playing, you know, trying to get the middle going here. Right. Everybody's betting on Baltimore. They're trying to make it high so people bet on Washington. Yep. So uh, I like Dane's point here. I do think there is something to that. That being said, Washington's sort of a mess. You know, Baltimore's playing well. They are. Uh, and I think Harbaugh wants to win the game to keep that momentum going. All right, guys. You know, I was just I'll thinking. You, hey, guys. Dean, I was going to say another thing. The, 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 take a look at the other spread. There's a New Orleans minus six against the Rams tonight. I've watched every Rams preseason game. Uh, Sean Goff will probably come in for It's going to be the Sean Mannion show. He hasn't looked very good. Right. The Saints actually look pretty pedestrian in, the, in, their, in their first preseason game that I watched. But that's a lot of points, too. So we're seeing two games, six and above. That's nuts for preseason. Uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, what do you think about the Rams and Saints? Are you going to take the points with the Rams? Because that's a huge spread, too. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big spread. Also, but for me, the other thing with the Washington-Baltimore thing was, like you said, the public being all over Lamar, you know, and that was the other piece of it for me. He's a very public player, but to be quite honest, to me, there's just as good a chance that he throws a pick six that he, you know, has a 35-yard scramble for a touchdown, you know, and I just think Colt McCoy, who's going to get a lot of snaps tonight for the Washington football team, is a much more steady, stable influence. I hear you that Baltimore has been playing really well in the preseason. They've been surprising some people, but that's kind of my thinking on that game more than the Saints-Rams game just because Lamar is such a public play. No, you bring up good points. I'm actually going to know what, guys, uh, they've been good to me in the preseason. I might come back to Cleveland tonight. I've watched Detroit play in the preseason. They've looked really bad with Cleveland. You know, they're trying to get their mojo going. It's only minus one and a half or two in sports books. What do you guys think about Cleveland uh, over Detroit? I, 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 Detroit hasn't impressed me so far in the preseason. I think the Brownies want to win. What do you th- What do you guys think? Go ahead, George. I think uh, there is something to a Cleveland Browns team. Uh, I think one of the reasons why they've impressed so far this season. I like all the players they've added, right? And I think they. What's this? This is yep. another team that I think takes preseason. I don't want to say more seriously than other teams, but I think they have something to prove here. Yeah. They want to go out and establish a winning culture, per se. That sort of thing. So that's a, uh, it's more than looking at X's and O's here. It's more the fact I don't think they want to lose. I think they want to go out and win. I don't think Detroit, I know they have a new coach as well, but they've been somewhat successful uh, in the NFL regular season. Cleveland has not. You know, we know Detroit's not playing any of their regulars, but Cleveland, some of these guys might still get in here. So I'd actually like Cleveland tonight winning Detroit. 
Yeah, I like that also, guys. I like the Browns. To your point, Hugh Jackson is trying to, you know, change the culture. We got word here in New York, like preseason week one, they actually game planned for the New York Giants. You know what I mean? So they're trying to build something there and momentum, positive feelings, that sort of thing. So I'm on that. And also, it's not only the team, but Baker Mayfield himself, right? He he's wants to get, uh, you know, some mojo going as well. And he's going to be out there, they say, for a lot of reps. My concern in this game is not about betting this. I'm worried they have Baker out there with second and third string offensive linemen and uh, the injury risk that could be there for some of these other, you know, assets for the future for these teams. You guys, you guys are going to love this. Here's my betting card in NFL tonight. Cleveland and the Jets. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great way to lose your rent money. Like, uh, but that's who I'm going down. I'm, I'm going hey. down swinging with Cle- Cleveland and the Jets today. I, I know. I, I actually I love them. I, you got you guys. Uh, I'm on Cleveland. I'm on the Jets. And I'll tell you guys another one late. Uh, the late game tonight. I'm a Seahawk fan. I've been watching the preseason. Like, I got to take three and a half with Oakland. Uh, I'm telling you, laying, laying points with Seattle. Uh, it's not a good recipe. I think. I think the Raiders are going to be on my card. Yeah, I like that. You know, didn't they just trade for Hundley? He's not going to be there in time to know the playbook, yeah. similar to like Teddy down in New Orleans, right? Yeah. So where are they going? Um, and listen, they're banged up a lot. Tyler Lockett, you know, Tyler Lockett also just got paid, right? So maybe he's living high on the hog for yeah. the last couple of days, you know? Hey, Dane, you bet college? Um, nah, I'm not that deep into college. I do hear, though, uh, I, do, I do like a little Wisconsin action this year, though. Their schedule seems to be pretty nice. I think they get uh, both those other big boys in the Big Ten at home. Is that right? Yeah, it's, I'll tell you, that Big Ten just a murderer's road, too, because Michigan's a good team. You know yeah. about Ohio State, even with you know, Urban Meyer situation. That's, that's the thing about the Big Ten, right? Like Those teams just beat the crap out of each other, and that's why they're usually good in bowl games. It's like not as flashy. It's more like uh, very similar to the Dallas Cowboys-type offense, big offensive line, pound the rock type right. of thing. but. Also, a game to look forward to tonight, guys. I see a lot of points. Northwestern and Purdue. I don't think there's going to be many uh, much defense there. 52 and a half is a pretty, uh, you know, for college game. I think we can get way over the number, and uh, I think I'm going to take a shot with the green wave of Tulane plus seven against Wake Forest. Tulane's running attack is very, very strong. Team under the radar, improving every year, and uh, Wake Forest, one of the weaker, weakerlings of the ACC. Hey, Dane, before we let you go, yeah, give us, uh, you know. A couple teams, like I, I talked about, like unders. I took under on the Raiders this year. Yeah. I'm not really high on them. I talked to, I, I talked to uh, George about Dallas. I'm not really sold on the Cowboys. I think yep. the other teams are, are Washington and the Giants are going to have more wins. Uh, Philadelphia at ten and a half. I took the under due to uh, injury concerns, or their whole season could be kind of shaky. Uh, who are a couple teams in the NFL on your radar, and who are you fading? Sure, I got three unders that I'll give you. And to be quite honest, I got all these like a month ago, and since then the total's gone yeah. down. I got Oakland at nine. I got the under on that. Wow, I got it at eight and See, a half. I got, got it at nine. Eight and a half. That's fantastic. I got it at nine. Yeah, wow. um, I'm all over the Tampa nine. Bay under that I got at seven and a half. Yeah. I'm all over that one. And the other under, I think they're going to defecate the mattress and could be one of the worst teams in the league, is the Miami Dolphins under. Um, I got that, I believe, at seven. Yeah, it's weird. I was in, when we, when Marenzi and I were in Vegas for the sports betting uh, conference, uh, a, lot of, a lot of sharps down there like Miami. Like, that's their little, ooh, I'm jumping on Miami. I'm they could have fun with that. Not with my money, you don't. That's I, I'd right. I'd go piss it away at the track. Like, I'm not, I'm not betting on the Dolphins. Screw that. Hey, Dane, thanks for coming on, buddy. Come, yeah. Don't be a stranger. Come on anytime. Hey, anytime. Yang's in my ear telling me you got a minute left. All right, guys? Have a good one. Thanks for having me on for oh, a hot yeah. second. <laughs> 
Yeah, thanks, man. Hey, George, uh, I guess after the break, uh, I'm going to give you a, a golf lineup, too, guys. Football right around the corner. We're giving away those World Series tickets at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This time, it's to the winner of the free DFS Baseball Contest, the contest sponsored by DKMS, looking to help in the fight against blood cancer for many patients. A bone marrow transplant is the best chance to survive. Well, 30% of patients can can find a matching donor. 70%, nearly 14000 a year, have to rely on strangers for help. You can go and help the cause, guys, and win 2000 19 World Series tickets to playing daily fantasy baseball by going to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. Golf lineups and picks right after the break. Stewart and Kurtz. Game time decisions. And Marenzi will drop by too. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. want to thank everybody. It, thanks, Yang. I appreciate it. On the other side, keeping things on the tracks. George, I love it, buddy. we got to do this more often. It's a pleasure, uh, you know, chat-chatting fantasy sports and, uh, you know, betting, all sorts of stuff. And uh, we'll get you on for the ho- for the hockey season, too. I was actually, uh, it's funny, it's right around the corner, too. If you're going to put a future on one team, George, who would you go with? Uh, who do you find value with uh, heading into the season? You know, uh, not that they're going to win it all, but a team that didn't make the playoffs last year that I think is going to be very good this season be the Florida Panthers. I like the moves they have made. I, I like that I think team, Roberto, too. I love, they, they added Hoffman by Ottawa screwing things up again. Uh, if Roberto Luongo stays healthy last season, I think they make the playoffs anyway. Florida Panthers are a team that it's a tough division, Cam. It's a really rough division, but I love what Florida has done. The thing about Florida, too, look at their team and, like, it's funny, like, I, I remember I saw Florida play this year when I went down to the Leaf game, and, you know, me and my buddy were talking. I'm like, look how young, like, the, the core of their uh, of their stars is, too. Like, these guys aren't old guys, and they're very – they fly under the radar. Like, it's one of those guys – like, unless you're a hockey fan, you're like, who are these guys? Like, you know what I mean? And like, Barkoff, and, like, you just – you look at them and go, wow, okay, because they don't really – no one talks about them. They don't have star power or flair, but you look up and down their roster too. They're very underrated, and they have they have tons of young players, George, that are going to be potential stars. I'm with you. I I also think uh, nowhere to go but up uh, for the Buffalo Sabers this year. They they got to get better. But I'm with you on I'm with you on Florida. What team uh, do you think you're going to fade? Like what team do you think is overrated, overhyped, and uh, will not be betting on? Well, I'm an Islander fan. That's that's pretty easy. I think the Islanders. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, man. They, I like it. the Islanders. It's funny. I, I'm a Leaf season. fan. I, th- yeah, they're my second team. Like when when Toronto doesn't do well, like every playoff series. I remember when Pittsburgh came to Long Island. 
freaking like honestly, I've never been like wanting to attack somebody like Nabokov was horrible. I remember that remember that playoff series, George? Like every game, six five. The, like it was just stupid. Yeah. I'm watching the yeah. Goldar ding yeah. ding 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 ding. I'm like, that Islander you're, team you're was killing like, me here. Battle. Killing they score me. goals. I killing know, I'm me. Sorry. I'm sorry, pal. I'm sorry, this George. I don't I was cheering so for well them. for the Islanders. They fired snow, they hired Lamorello, and then it went straight down the crapper. Uh, but yeah, the Islanders are certainly a team that uh, I mainly because people uh, look at the uh, stats from this year. They go, "Oh, the Islanders scored 265 goals, or somewhere around that range." You know, they're a good goal-scoring team. And you got to figure you lost Tavares. Everything's going downhill now because now Barzal, as good as he is, he's going to face number one defensive unit and the game plan every time. And the Islanders don't have anywhere near the depth they had last year. Defense is still bad. Gave up the most goals in the NHL last season. It hasn't gotten any. They didn't add anybody. Maybe a year's experience helps. Goaltending is still. Uh, a question mark is the nicest way I can put it there. Island's going to be a bad team. Lottery pick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think Rice is that bad as a goaltender, though. Like, he, he's one of those guys, George, you know a lot of tenders are like that in the league. Like He's streaky. When he's hot, he's amazing. Like he, he'll, let in, he'll let in some shit goals, but... Uh, and I remember when Thomas Grice was San Jose, I'm like, this guy's pretty good. Like, you know, he, he like back then he was like a backup. He goes, not so bad. I don't know. He, but yeah, you're, you're right. Your, your back end is horrible. And uh, the, the thing about the Islanders is they have talented guys. Like, they can score, but you said it. Like, you're going to lose games like 7-4, to four, you know, 6-5. Six, six to, six to five. It's, it's a nightmare. Like, the, your defensive core can score, and they also give up goals. That's the problem, man. They, got, they, need, they need to go out and get a lockdown defenseman. But obviously, uh, you know, the purse strings are pretty tight. Cheap, cheap, cheap. They probably won't do it. No. Uh, it, and let's face it, those types of defensemen aren't out there. They're uh, a top five minor league system. Give me a couple of years. I think yeah. they're, once again, they lost Tavares. They're playing now for the uh, the new uh, the new Coliseum in Belmont. They're playing for that opening. So if everything goes to plan, you're talking three years, they'll look to uh, rebuild this franchise again. Yeah, no, no. I, I, want, I want them to be good. It's kind of funny. Like, I, I started liking the, uh, the Islanders because all my – idiot friends when we were kids because of Wayne Gretzky and the Oilers, 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 Oilers. So I didn't want to be like them. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to cheer for the Islanders because I don't like the Oilers. Like I've never been an Edmonton Oiler guy. I got a kind of soft spot in my heart for uh, the Islanders. And we also used to do, I used to work at XM radio on our morning show. Our insiders were Dennis Potvan and uh, Mike Bossy. Potvan's working for the Floridas now for the Panthers doing their broadcast. And Mike Bossy's hilarious, man. He works for a potato chip company now. And man, that guy hacks darts. He smokes like two packs a day. Didn't really. I'm not surprised when you look at him, you know, the type of uh, skinny body, right, guy who, uh, and the, the little bit of a, uh, that voice. So I'm not surprised that you would tell me that. Yeah. No, the funny thing about him is, like, I look at him now, he's, like, small. I'm like, you played in the National Hockey League? He looks like Skeletor. Like, he was one of the best natural goal scorers, like, in the history of the league. And you look at him going, what? It can't be, but it's true. The guy, the, the guy had an amazing release, right, George? Like, one of the best in the business. Like, for natural goal scoring, one of the best of all time, hands down. Yeah, and uh, I, I know uh, there's a great quote uh, it's associated with Mike Bossy. People used to ask him, uh, you know, do you look at the net when you're shooting? And he goes, no, the net's not going to move. I know where it is. I always found that amazing <laughs> that he, he just never looked at the net because I know smart. when I shoot, generally I do look at the net. You know, then again, I listen, do too. We, you and I both know <laughs> goaltenders back then, they didn't wear anything. So you, if you hit the net, you were probably going to score back then. Nowadays they wear everything. There's nothing to shoot at. That's why for my money cam – Ovechkin, the best goal scorer in NHL history, better than Gretzky, yep. just the errors they play in. 
That's a great point. Yeah, I know. And I remember, yeah, it started with your boy Gar Snow there. He looked like a lacrosse goalie, like Rochester Nighthawk. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? It, it got really stupid. Then the NHL said they were cracking down. I'm kind of looking at, like, even when you look at Luongo and stuff, man, that's a, like, he takes up a big chunk of the net. Like, I, I, when I watched him up close, I had great seats for the league game. Like, the equipment's still too big, in my opinion, George. They got to do something about it. It's ridiculous. Agreed. And that's what, once again, we, we talked before about how baseball needs to help or horse racing. They need to help to get the younger audience. Hockey does too, and more goals would help. If yeah. you're not going to make the net bigger and you're not going to make the rink bigger, because really the rinks need to be bigger. They need to be more uh, Olympic-sized. That would help the game. Then you need to make these goals. I'm, listen, I don't want the goalies to get hurt. I understand the, the guys shoot the puck higher and harder now than they ever have, but you need this. You know, it's ridiculous. You mentioned Garth Snow. He was the only goalie I ever saw that when he went down into his butterfly, he covered more of the net. Because his pants all of a sudden expanded. It was weird. It was like he was a phoenix all of a sudden. He had wings. It was just strange. They need to stop that. Uh, they need a happy medium where the goalies won't get hurt, but that there's some more of the net to shoot at. But really, if the goalies don't want to give it up, just go six inches. Make it, instead of six by four, I know we like our even numbers. Exactly. But you can make it six and a half by four and a half, and it solves the problem. No, I agree. I know that you should. Hey, George, you should be in charge. You should be working for the NHL. You got some good ideas because these guys never change. That's the problem with that league too. Like, I I was very close around it when I was traveling around. Very, it's kind of like an old boys club. They don't like to change. They like things the way they are. No, no, you can't come in there. Like, you know what I mean? It's very insulated. They don't really. They're not open to other people's opinions and other people telling them what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's kind of that's that's their thing. It is. You know, it's the old, you know, the, like I said, the old boys club, and it hurts the game. I understand hockey will never be it like does. baseball, basketball, football. It never will. You know, I understand that it's a fast-paced game. Our own Scott Engel doesn't like hockey. I don't understand how you can't you know, be in this business and not like hockey. I'm not saying you've got to play fantasy, but I mean, it's a fast-paced game. Hitting, it seems like what every American would, lo- uh, would love, right? Hitting, fighting every now and then, fast-paced. I'm, I'm thinking, once again, though, not enough goals are being scored. I don't need 10-8 games, Cam. But, you know, four, three, five, four, those are fun. I agree. I agree. Well, you, you might see some with that Islanders defense, right? I, I'll tell you one <laughs> thing. I'll be betting, betting overs with that team. Hey, uh, George, do you like uh, – do you do you ever play golf DFS? I play golf. Not I don't know golf DFS well <laughs> enough to play golf DFS. I do uh, – I am a golfer, though. Yeah. I, can, I can golf. I, Long Island, man, we have golf courses every other block. Oh, that sounds great. I got I got to get out there, man. Like I used to golf. I used to golf every day because I worked in a back shop. I used to clean clubs. And yeah, I remember when I, Steve Richter, when he won, when he was on the Canadian tour, he won a tournament. A guy was nice to me. He remembered me when I went to the Masters. But yeah, like I really had it going down low. Like I was a single digit handicap when I was a kid. Now I can like I shoot 90s because I, I just I go out like once or twice a year now. I used to I used to play every day and. Man, I bet I bet the I bet you get some cheap courses there too, which would be nice, right? You you find some uh, inexpensive munis. You can. If you search for it, you can. You know, it's, it's Long Island, it's expensive. You stay out of Nassau County. You know, that's where you got, obviously, you got Beth Page and I, uh, the, some of the parks. But uh, if you can find a local course, generally you can play with a cart for 40 bucks. Oh, that's amazing. That's good. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's probably decent, too. Well, I got, it's, uh, I bet, you know what? I was thinking, I'm not sure. I, I hope Gabe checks in. I'm not sure. He might be, he might be still in the air, George, but I'm going to get uh, my golf lineup right now. We got uh, the TPC Dell Dell Technologies Championship. It's a little bit it's a little bit different this year 
Guys, it uh, starts on Friday. It ends on the holiday Monday. I know there's a holiday in the United States and Canada. Both of us get that before the football season gets cooking. TPC Boston, one thing you got to know about this course, it's a bomber's paradise. You can't get a small ball hitter there. Uh, it's going to be too tiring for them to get around. So you want to look for guys who bomb the ball, the Jason Days of the world, the Rory McIlroy's of the world, Hideki Matsuyama. He's trending a little bit better right now. So anyway, I put this golf team together, George, and I, I'm looking at it on paper, and it's one of my favorite golf teams. So I'm going to start things off with Jason Day. At $10,400, this guy's always in the mix. 10, 19, 17, 12, like makes cuts. He's a machine. Five top tens this year. He's my high ticket guy at $10,400. All of a sudden, Adam Scott's relevant again. This guy was really struggling with that long putter for a while. Now he's, he's figured it out. Last two tournaments, top five, T5 at the Northern Trust. Third in the PGA Championship. He was like right there battling too. He almost won the damn thing till he got collapsed on uh, the, the 18th hole there. He, he would have been probably uh, finishing second. But uh, Adam Scott is a guy that is one of the best, truest ball strikers in the world. It's always been about the putter. So it's going to be well at, uh, very good at this course. He's going to knock it down there. And, hey, if he hits a couple putts, he'll be in contention. 9400 bucks. Now we're going to go with the man, Tony Finau, Frankenstein. I think he's got a 17 shoe size. The guy's a monster. Eight top tens this year. Hasn't got the, a win, but, man, he's been close. $8,800 is a good price. Solo second at the Northern Trust. And on DraftKings, you need birdies to get points, guys. He is a birdie machine. Tony Finau, I know he'll make some mistakes with bogeys, but birdie, 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 birdie. He loves to go low. Also, Cameron Smith, watch out for this kid. The young Australian played really, really well last week. He is starting to trend. He's one of these guys that golf fans don't really know about, but he's very, very good. 23rd at the Bridgestone, third last week. Young guy. Also, you know what? He's small in stature, but he can get it around. He's a pretty big hitter for a small guy. 7000 bucks. I'm going with Gary Woodland, the former Kansas Jayhawk basketball star turned golfer. And, man, he's happy he did play golf because he's been great. He's making a lot of paychecks. T6 uh, at the PGA Championship, 6th. 17th at the Bridgestone. T22 at the Canadian Open. So Gary Woodland is like an ATM machine. He's getting a lot of paychecks. And George, I'm going with a little bit. I didn't only have 6700 bucks yet. you got to find some scrubs. Peter Uline, I went with him because very, very sneaky. He has ties to the Boston area. Also, one of the biggest hitters. This guy murders the ball. People don't really know about him. He's T48 at the Northern Trust. Obviously, when you only got a little bit of money left, you got to take a flyer. I actually really like him for top 25 bets, too, at 22 to 1. Peter Uline. So my golf team, lots of studs. Two Aussies at the top. Jason Day, Adam Scott, Tony Finau, Cameron Smith, Gary Woodland, and Peter Uline. That is the golf team, George. Hopefully I can win some money. It's actually funny. Me and Gabe do this DFS hour, George, and Gabe's not like, he's more like football and everything. The most money we've won this year has been on the golf course. I find, I find golf DFS is uh, pretty cool. Well, you know, it's funny. I wasn't planning, speaking of betting, I wasn't planning on uh, betting tonight a football. You know, but now after doing the show, I, I have yeah. to. It's like, you know. Yeah, you, yeah you we got to bet. We're good. <laughs> I don't have a choice. I already texted my brother, so he'll put it in for me. I'm, I'm going to bet the Browns, Jets, and Raiders. And like any good American, if I lose, I blame you. Because God forbid we should ever blame exactly. ourselves. <laughs> I really, out of those games, I probably, I like Cleveland, Cleveland and the Jets the most. I think actually, yeah. But uh, hopefully uh, you're not going to parlay them, right, George? So if you go two out of three, we'll make some units tonight. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on all those games as well. And yeah, I got some golf picks for everybody out there, too. We're not just going to play DFS. I got uh, some picks. We, hey, we, we had a great year with Francisco Molinari at 38-1. to 1. We cashed a couple grand there, so hopefully we can keep the train rolling. So my six-pack, I got nice and smooth. <laughs> Crack it open. Adam Scott, 
25 to 1. John Ramen Noodles at 25 to 1. Tony Finau, Frankenstein, he's 28 to 1. Big hitting Gary Woodland, 80 to 1. Cam Smith, 100 to 1. Luke, put it on my list, 125 to 1. And two super bombs, half unit plays on Big Bo Hostler, the kid from Texas at 200 to 1. And Peter Uline at 250 to 1, also doing top 25 bets that pay huge, George. So we got Adam Scott, 25. Rom, 25. Finau, 28. Gary Woodland, 80. Smith, 100 to 1. Luke List, 125. Bo Hostler and Peter Uline. I got a lot of golf. Uh, I got a lot of action, George. You're right. You got you got me thinking. Of, I go. I got a lot of bets on, on the go. I better win some money, or my girlfriend's gonna not be too impressed. <laughs> Isn't that the worst thing, though? Because we talk about it, you got to win. Yeah. It's like same thing in fantasy leagues. Like if you don't win your your home leagues, it's like, oh, you must suck. You know. Yeah, listen, there's a, it's a, there is some luck involved here. I need to, need to stay healthy. Can't always uh, get that sure. down pad here. But uh, it, it's just funny. I, I had no intention. Of betting week four preseason tonight. Mainly because I wasn't going to have the time doing the show. But you've got me so jonesed up for it now that I just had, I had to. You know, I, I had to do it alone with, I think I put five DFS baseball lineups in. So I am set for tonight. Once again, alone, family's away, I will play. Awesome. Now, you know what the best thing is, George? And I, this is the funniest thing about life. So when I win, like when Francisco Molinari, I won a couple grand, right? He won. Uh, I forget what was he? Yeah, the British Open. He won. He won the Open Championship. So I made like two thousand four hundred. What do you do? You go and buy your girlfriend. I bought her some diamond earrings. They're like five hundred. You know, like not like the top of the line, all the money. But hey, honey, here's a little gift for you. Isn't it amazing though? Every time I, if I lose a bet, like nobody gives you money, but when you win, you spend it like you're rich. That's the problem, right? Like when you're losing, it's like whatever, and then you get it and go, hey, yeah, here's a little for you. I go to the grocery store. I, I get Haagen-Dazs instead of the crap. You know what I mean? Like I'm spending it like I'm a millionaire. That's what I love to do. When I when I make it, George, George the one thing I do is I go to the grocery store and get everything I want. I get shrimp. I get like all the expensive things I always say no to. I just go bonkers and get like a $400 cart. Do you do the same? Wait till you have kids, man. Then you gotta gotta give them something too. Yeah, it's the wife and the kids. You you all you yeah. have left is enough money to buy a Hagen Dazs cookies and cream ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the expensive stuff too. So what are we, what are we doing tonight? We're going on so our football games. Me and George are gonna uh, ride the same horse here. We're on the Cleveland Browns money line. We're on the New York Jets money line, and we're taking three and a half with Oakland in the college football. Hey, things get hot tonight. I have two plays. I'm taking Tulane. The green wave, the line is up to seven points, so that's nice. I didn't have to buy a half point to make it a converted touchdown, and I'm taking Northwestern minus one, so you can do it on the money line too. So Tulane, Northwestern, we got Cleveland, we got the Jets, we got the Raiders too, and in baseball, I'm going to take a shot with Fulte and Atlanta. Do you like anything on the baseball card? Can you believe, George, the Yankees? They're minus 350 tonight, I think, maybe even more craziness. You know, if anything, I'd go with Detroit. I don't know if the Yankees can hit. Liriano's been good at times. He, he could shut the Yankees down. Lefty Stanton's not hitting. Yankees line was weaker than we expected. Some good news for the Yankees, though. Sanchez will be in New York tomorrow. He'll be activated Saturday. That is good. That is good news. I, I'm going to take a shot. My baseball plays tonight. I'm going to take a shot with the Oakland A's and Montas going only laying 40 cents at home. And I'm also going to take the Atlanta Braves and Fulte at minus 135. Hey, George, it's been a pleasure, buddy. Don't be a stranger. I'll tell you one thing, uh, hockey season right around the corner. Football has even started, and then things get real crazy once all the sports get going. Man, it's been a pleasure. For George Kurtz, I'm Cam Stewart, GTD Time. Coming up next, Scout Radio on the network. George, don't be a stranger. Hope we can do this again, buddy. Absolutely, Cam. It was a pleasure. Take care.
Have a good one. Scout Radio coming up next. Morenci back tomorrow. Later, everybody.